Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, America, Hello. and countries outside of America that listen to us. All of them. This is We Are Starting a Cult with a brand new episode as per usual on your Friday, well, usually evenings, but it'll be like afternoon yeah, today. Yeah, this will be like early afternoon. Yeah, it'll be a, bit, a little bit out of the ordinary for you, but you're, you're, you're getting one, all right? You're yeah. getting one regardless, and it's going to be fine, and you're going to like it. No, it's true. It's so early, Mitch isn't even here. He's been replaced with a dog named Navi, and he is mesmerized by these balloons. We are starting a cult, by the way, so that's Grant and I'm Jake. That is true. We're here. We are your hosts, as usual. It's true. Navi the dog is right here. If you hear some like lip noises or like like screeching, maybe maybe a bark, that's him. Yeah, you know it's him. It's uh, he's he's sitting on the couch in the the studio, and the balloons are still up in this room. Um, and he did, he's not a big fan. He he was very afraid of them at first. No, he hates them. He's he's still just staring at them. Which is funny because that's the reason why we put them in this room, um, because this is the room he comes in like the, the least. Um, he really only comes in here if like I'm in here or if we're both in here, um, and even then it's very passing. It's like, oh hey, they're in here. Okay, I'll see you guys out here. Um, but today he's chilling with us because he's uh, he doesn't really like to be alone, you know. Yeah, he seems pretty chill right now. So he's he's licking his penis. Never mind. All right. Well, yeah, he's just chilling. It's a it's a couch, you know. He knows what those are all about, so he's chilling. But we are back, uh, back to back, actually. Um, yeah, we did one yesterday. Come yeah. on, with the Nazi man. Yeah, we posted Oscar Durlwanger yesterday, and today we are really hit, we're not pumping the brakes. We're slamming the brakes. Okay, we're stopped. We're at a complete right. stop. We've ceased to exist. Yeah, like we are, the motion of this ocean is completely gone, and it's really for the best. Um, it's a dry reservoir. It is, but you know what? I We need these every once in a while, and we kind of talked about this on the Patreon last night, where it's like, for us, having to do all this research, a lot of times it becomes almost just not, not even fun. It's just like painful. Sometimes. You know? Most of the time it's fun, though. Yeah, no, I did. and then, like, well, especially when we do these, like, back-to-back when we have to push, you know, it's hard to do two completely different things. 
No, I understand. Um, so today we're gonna just kind of chit chat with you guys. Um, probably find some interesting little stories to tell, uh, little one-off ones. But it'll be really exciting. I think. I think you guys will like it. You know, we do these episodes from time to time, and the time is nigh. You know, we're here. It's nigh. Yeah, we're living in it. We're living in... Is that what nigh means? I have no idea, but it felt appropriate to say. I feel like, wait, yeah, I'm going to look up the nigh. time is nigh. I don't know if that's accurate, but it feels okay. I feel like I'm going to accidentally type nay. <laughs> nay. Nigh. Nay. It, it's really mean? funny because he... Navi, for those of you out there, if you're dog fans... I don't know. If you, <laughs> the might... time is nigh, so the time is almost... <laughs> Oh, or well, yeah, so at, it is. Or to a short distance away. The time is nigh. Um, Navi, don't bark. Don't bark. But for those of you guys that have dogs or are dog fans, you know that, you know, sometimes they get a little curious, you know, they kind of bounce around. Um, so you may may or may not hear the soft pitter-patter of his little hooves going across the floor. The dog hooves. Because um, he was just kind of out searching, and then he came back to report you know space cadets got to report back and then he was reminded on. of the balloons and he got scared again he almost barked yeah so now he's you got to talk here. him down sometimes he's, he'll be in and out he's a rotating guest that refuses to speak to our fans but why don't we start the day with my absolute favorite website to gather the world news from and that is from mysterious excellent that excellent. is my back go-to to site for all of our wonderful news stories and I'm gonna go ahead and I'll share you or share with you some new and hot takes. All right. Share me. All right. Yeah. According to a new study, as many as one in five hundred men carry an extra sex chromosome, either an X or a Y, but very few of them are likely to know that they're XXY or XYY, even though this extra chromosome can and will cause infertility, delayed puberty, learning disabilities, delays in acquiring speech and motor skills, type 2 diabetes, venous venous thrombosis, and unusually low muscle tone. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Wait, that happens with either or, like a double X or a double Y? Yeah, pretty much. That sucks. Um, I feel like that might be... Like, one of the first things they look for if all those things happen to happen. Yeah, how about that? But, yeah, so you might be one of the 1 in 500 men um, out there that carries this extra chromosome. And you might be wondering, you know, why you you hit puberty at, you know, 30. Are you a weakling uh, that's a late bloomer and uh, have diabetes? Yeah, are you a late blooming infertile person? It might not be your fault. I mean, well, it's not your fault anyway. Well, no. But it, it might be something that has to do with this recent discovery of, and I say recent as in it's, it's been proposed for a while that this is a thing, but data is actually backing this information now. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a little bit more proved, I guess you could say. One in 500, you said? Yeah, roughly one in 500 mm. men. Um, so you how about that? that? Navi? Navi, what do you think of that? It's quite interesting, I think. Yeah. Um, so what else we got? We got Peter Scott Morgan. Who the hell is that? Why does Why does that sound familiar? I think. Are you thinking of Pierce Morgan? Because this is not. No, that I'm guy. thinking of Pierce Brosden. Oh. When you say Pierce, but what is, What is this name? Uh, Peter Scott Morgan. He is a British scientist, um, and he actually became quote the world's first cyborg. 
And he what? has died at the age of 64. Well, what's the point of becoming a cyborg if you don't live forever? Well, so he had this disease. Uh, he had motor neuron disease. And so what he did was he built a lifelike avatar that would be able to properly express emotion that he was feeling. Okay. Um, he operated in a wheelchair that, you know, let him move around upright. Classic. He had laser eye surgery so that he could receive perfect eye tracking on computers using his vision. Um, he was installed with a feeding tube to eliminate the need for eating. Um, a catheter and a colostomy bag so that, you know, the body could expel the waste. Yeah. And he also was implanted with a voice box with pre-recorded speech so that he could speak to somebody. Okay, so not cyborg like the superhero cyborg. More like the the end result of Wally. Yeah, I mean this something is, like that. This is like the closest we've ever been to like a, a human robot like hybrid. It's know? far more uh, 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 dark, I'd say. Far yeah. far less like cool. I mean, it's good, cool, good thing he had all that stuff. But I thought it would be like you know a choice. Yeah. Yeah, but that's is... still good for him. I mean, it's sad he's dead, but yeah, so he Cyborg, died huh? at sixty-four, and he—I mean, I guess we don't know. He might not be the first person to be like considered a cyborg or like cyborg, um, but he definitely was one of the most well-known, I guess, according to this article. Well-known cyborg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's was, the headline. Well-known a... cyborg dies at sixty-four. He was very well known for not only being a scientist but also being a transhuman. Essentially, he was going into robotics. All right. Pretty sweet. So, how about that? Yeah, he, about he, sadly, that. he is dead at the very ripe age of sixty-four. Um, typically here in the States that he's just, it's like the typical, like old eighties cop movie. He's like, I was one day away from retirement. What was his retirement? I mean, I just assume and you can retire at like 65. (laughs) Oh yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he's like 62 to 65, but you know, the idea of him being a cyborg, like I'm getting too old for this shit. And he didn't make it to the cutoff. He didn't get to enjoy his retirement. God damn it. However... The ESA has approved the construction and launch of what they're calling the 2029 Comet Interceptor Mission. All right. There's a comet coming? Well, so why would is, they do this unless we were in danger? So, this is the deal a spacecraft is set up and it will sit at L2, 1.5 million kilometers behind Earth oh, yeah, as viewed there. from the sun. Yeah. This is where it's going to hang out and it's going to wait in case a suitable comet that we feel is a danger. Uh, approaches and it will be able to intercept and typically they're thinking this is going to be from one outside of the solar system and they're going to it's going to launch and it's going to meet and it will be able to destroy this interstellar comet so intercept as in we're going to do basically a nuclear explosion in space yeah inside of a vacuum uh wouldn't that just make a bunch of smaller ones coming at us in the same fashion which I know is like, no. oh, no, they could uh, burn up or whatever. But what if they don't? I doubt it. You what know? if there's a big-ass piece? <laughs> they got and their it, shit, probably. Also, does it have, like, like can it be, like, reloaded? Or I is... don't think so. I think this is, like, a one-and-done situation. Okay, so it's the, the thing itself that we're launching up that will be intercepting it. It's not, like, 
a a, a mini gun for yeah. space. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: it's not meant to like destroy the comet. It's more so meant to meet it and observe it, so that way we have like the perfect profile, like three D imaging of it, so that we could better track it, and then in the future we could build something to destroy it. You know what? So it's sort of misleading. It's not. Wait, how far away is this? Um, so it's going to sit 1.5 million kilometers behind Earth. And I say behind Earth as if you're viewing Earth, like, from the sun. You know? Okay, well, what if it's going real fast? Then we're fucked. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, have to, we'll at least have the data to talk about that, I guess. Yeah, well, um, isn't space just terrifying? It, just one day something could just happen. Huh. Really? I guess Earth and us living is something that just one day happened, huh? But there's no there's no spaceships for that. No, there's not. Not yet, There's at no least. spaceships for that. But who would ever thought we would have gotten to this point, you know? Well, that's pretty sweet. A little security out there, sort of, in a way. Yeah. Thought we were going to Mars. What happened to that? Well, I don't know. The guy who said we were going to Mars just decided to get a divorce and buy Twitter. So... Is he still doing that, or? You know, I, they don't really tell you that a whole lot, do they? But I don't we'll know what this guy's up to. We'll look up uh, the 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 info on the on the Mars. Well, I got the perfect little segue into that while you're looking that up. All right. So, Venus. Um, we've recently—I mean, obviously not recently—but we've been observing Venus. Um, and for the typical people, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Well, it's been officially declared that it is impossible for human life to be sustained on Venus. Um, because they're, they've detected that there's unusual behavior of sulfur in the planet's atmosphere. And it cannot be explained by any form of aerial extraterrestrial life. So, okay. anything that needs sulfur to survive, which, you know... Not that it's not quite as potent, I would say, as oxygen or carbon for us, but it is a necessary ingredient to the planet we live on. Yeah, and it is inhabitable, inhabitable, inhabitable. In uh, Venus is inhospitable. Yeah, Venus uh, could not house people because of the way the sulfur in the atmosphere interacts with the planet. So the Venus idea, is off the table. Yeah, Venus is no more. Not that I, I don't think anybody was super hyped to go to Venus or, like, be there. Um, but if you were, cancel those plans. Yeah, you just don't don't uh, don't think twice. It's all right. Yeah, you so know? sorry about that one. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk, he predicts a crewed mission to Mars in uh, 2029. Huh. Yeah, he said, uh, Musk said that a meaningful number of people could reach the red planet in 10 years. I it's a meaningful that. number of people. I don't buy that at all. I don't. I feel like it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I hope it doesn't. You know that the first people to go there are not gonna come back. No, I, there's no or way. live on Mars. Like they're gonna die. Like we don't have a building there. No, we, we don't, don't have, have air there. It's pretty <laughs> much like. Think, I mean, you can't. It's it's completely incomparable because of the scale. But it, it'd be like on Earth, like try to imagine this. If you're on Earth and somebody just like plops you in the middle of the ocean and sure, you know how to swim, you know, like you can you can swim, but 
you're at like the some point in the ocean where you're the absolute farthest away from any form of land you could possibly be. Yeah, even if you had like a case of water bottles. Yeah, and they'll get yeah they'll give you like a shit ton of like dry food and water, so that way you know it's like here's your food, and you get no raft, you get nothing. It's like all right, survive. We'll pick you up maybe in another decade when we can. You're dead. And that's if we leave today. Like, there's <laughs> to come nothing. Get you. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing we can do to get. To, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, the yeah. idea of Mars, it, it's very appealing, but, like, the logistics of human life. First off, here's my question Don't go to Mars. You're going to die. I got a couple generic questions for uh, those Mars Mars folks, you know, the Mars heads, you know? Yeah, the Mars uh, Cheese Castle. Yeah, the, the Cheese, cheese Heads. heads. Um, so, if you are to get to Mars, I got a couple of quick questions for you. First off, obviously, yes, you're going to need to pack a bunch of shit, right? Like, that's a given. Like, yeah. you have to have a bunch of shit packed. I'd say mostly food and water. So, you got to have all that. Now, here comes the next question. Obviously, you're going to bring some clothes. How do you wash your clothes? There's no running water. And even if the spacecraft you're on has running water, it's going to be dirty and used at a certain point. And, I mean, we're... Well, they have, like, filtration systems, don't they? Like, you can, like, astronauts, like, drink their own piss all day. Yeah, I'm sure they just, do, you know? but, like, at least to me, it's like, okay, so, like, the International Space Station is one thing. Because with them, if there's, like, a problem with, like, some type of filtration system, or there's just an error that happens and it's like, hey... You know, like where they're they're going to the bathroom in these like vacuum sealed bags. Um, we got a problem with the bag deposit. You can get someone up there to like fix it or bring you something else. You yeah, know? or if you need to like dip, you can just be like, right, I'm going to go in that uh, little little section of the of the station that that uh, you know detaches, and I'm just going to fall down to earth. Yeah, like you could you have as as scary of a thought as that is, you have a lifeline. You know, like people are like, all right, we'll get to you. Mars does not quite have that as much. So if there's like an emergency situation, you're kind of fucked. It'll take 10 years to deal with it um, from so someone else. As far as like a steady supply of clean water, um, even if there is a way to make that happen, and unless you bring a repairman with all of his tools, the idea of like one thing going wrong and there being an issue, it could be catastrophic. Um now we're going to get into the day-to-day life of the astronauts. Um, you're going to have to, like, wash your clothes or have a change of clothes, you know? Yeah, we went, yeah. Again, you can only bring a, a finite amount of outfits, you know? Yeah. You know what would be a fun thing to, to wear in space that just seems stupid? Hmm. Just a baseball hat. Yeah. Just not? like a, a cap. Why know? not? Just fun. Just like, <laughs> just like I'm in space. I'm wearing this socks hat. Like, hell yeah, dude. Socks for life. Socks for life. Um, So we got that problem. And then we run into the very, 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 very realistic problem that I feel no one is absolutely addressing. Um, Okay, so obviously they'd have to live in their ship, right? That, and that, until they were able to build something else. Yeah. Um, So during that building process, first off, how the fuck are you going to get the materials up there? You're going to have to put so much money in just to send things over there that will be needed. 
before people even get there, you know? So you're going to have to have a guy that gets to Mars first, and that person is going to be sitting on Mars all alone, waiting for shipments from fucking Amazon Space Prime to show up. Amazon Space Prime. (laughs) And, yeah, they're going to have to unload this ship. They're going to have to start building and organizing and starting a collection of things that will be needed so that when people actually do come, there's something there for them, you know? Just get Planet Express on there. Well, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. But so the idea of within a decade there will be people on Mars. Yeah, there'll be people on Mars, but they're going to be fucking corpses. Yeah, they're right? dead bodies of folks. There will not be a society on Mars well into the 100 of years, if not more, you know? It is just a way for Elon Musk to like get rid of like people who he can't necessarily fire but he doesn't like them yeah so you're gonna go to the fucking you're gonna go to a different planet yeah but so that to me again now i'm in no way shape or form some fucking like engineer or astron i don't even know astronomy doesn't mean shit um like a physicist i don't know any of this shit astronomy doesn't mean shit but um (laughs) and this like you really it just it doesn't make sense on any level, um, because like I said, you got to think of food. There's only so much food you can bring, and I'm not certain. Obviously, eventually, if we get there, it'll be sort of an easier access. We know we can get there, and then we could work on like getting there faster or more efficiently. Um, but I would imagine it would take quite a while to get to fucking Mars. Ten years, yeah. No, wait, so they're saying, like, that's how long it would take for a ship to get from... To get there, yeah. So if you went there and then came back, and that's if you didn't even land, you just, like, circled Mars, you, it would take 20 years. Yeah, you're dead. There's no way you could pack... So you have to pack exactly 10 years worth of food, calculating in, like, missed meals if, like, you're not feeling well. You'll have to pack, uh, you know, in case they're hungry or something happens to the food supply, you have to have extras. No, it's um, true. Not even bringing up the fact that what if you get a fucking space cold? You know what I mean? <laughs> space colds are awful. Like, do you think you turn fucking, purple? You think Dayquil's gonna fix that shit? I don't think so. You think you have room for Dayquil on this ship? That's what I'm saying. So, like, you have to pack immediately, and then under that very assumption, you have to have another ship ready to launch as soon as that person gets there, so they can resupply. Unless their goal is to launch like. And now this this might work if we had the money. Now this would take like an insane amount of planning and money. But if you launched like 150 ships like a couple of days apart from each other, then like you get some supplies there, people would land, they could start organizing it. And then every day they would work and like get a new shipment. It's like, oh, today here's this, we're going to do this, you know? No, that makes sense. Um, that could work, but then where do you get the money? I don't know what the full scale of his plan is. It might be something like that very well. But. Yeah, so it's like it, it very it, it it's not impossible, but it's so there's so many bugs in this plan, you know? Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't it does not work. We're not discussing the elephant in the room. And that is the perfect segue into this next story. Actually, the elephant in the room right now is that I'm about to poop my pants. So I'm going to pause this real quick. That's perfectly fine. We'll be back in a short while. Oh, look at that. Oh, God. That bidet is amazing. Immediate break. Yeah. Um, but what were we saying? We said something about the elephant in the room. Yes, that was my poop earlier. Navi just he wiped just out. Fell over I or think. something. Yeah. All right, but what? Well, well, yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so the New York Court of Appeals rejected a lawsuit filed on behalf of the 51-year-old elephant named Happy. A 45 Oh shit, I think I may have heard about this. <laughs> a 45-year resident at the Bronx Zoo. And what their findings in the court were that Happy is a quote non-human animal who is not a person. End quote. That's true. So being subject to illegal detention uh, does not apply to them, uh, according to the habeas corpus rule. Um, Happy does not fall under this because they are non-human. Um, <laughs> Above the law. So it doesn't really specify who said that uh, or who like brought up this lawsuit, but it was decided that um, animals being detained in zoos or being captive in zoos is not on the same level as prison for humans because they do not follow the you know the rules. They're animals. They're not humans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that one. Uh, that one's crazy. I think to me that somehow the craziest part of that whole story isn't the fact that they said like it's not not a problem. The craziest thing is the fact that they referred to an elephant as a quote non-human animal. It's like that seems to be pretty pretty self-explanatory right there. Yeah, so Happy the Elephant um, is not, I don't know what their goal was. Um, I don't know, man. Wait, I, well, so the story that I thought that this was, I'm pretty sure like a woman was trampled to death. At the zoo? Somewhere. And then later on, the body was trampled again by the same elephant. Well, like I, far afterward. I I'm hope looking that up. I hope it's not Happy, because that's just It sad. better not be Happy the Elephant. Happy the Elephant, he's better than that. He's happy. Happy you know? the I Elephant mean, is a non-human animal that just it, it means the world Yeah, it, to his elephant family, or her elephant family. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't even really pay attention to that. Is Happy a male or a female elephant? Um, it really does not specify. I don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, here it is. Elephant in India kills woman only to return to her trampled corpse to trample her again at her funeral. What? Yeah. Yeah, dude, isn't that crazy? How right. does that so how does this happen? How does this how does this even occur? Yeah, let me read it. Alright, so an elephant attacks a seventy year old woman in India, killing her local police said. Though the elephant did not stop there. Uh, the enormous animal made its return, but this time at her funeral, trampling her corpse. According to Newsweek, the elephant escaped from Dalma Wildlife Sanctuary, which is about 10 miles from Jamshedpur. <laughs> and an Indian publication, The Print, said that the older woman, Maya Murmu, <laughs> Murmu, uh, fuck, uh, Mur, Murmu, Murmu. Maya Murmu. Uh, was attacked while fetching water. And then she was rushed to the hospital, but her injuries were too severe. All right, so her family held a funeral for her, only for the elephant to return to trample the corpse of this woman. <laughs> that is fucking <laughs> insane. That is Happy's, like, crazy brother or sister named just, like, evil. Just violence. <laughs> this elephant had a vendetta, dude. It did. I oh, God. I mean, I know elephants are smart, but I didn't really think that, like... You know that elephant knew what the fuck it was doing. Like yeah. it knew. It, it knew. sought out the same person. It knew. It smelled that family and was like, "I know that scent. Let me go crush this person again." <laughs> that is fucking brutal, dude. That is so insane. That's, yeah, that's what I thought you were gonna be talking about. But I like, I, well, cause, no, because when you said trampled, I was like, "How do you get trampled at a zoo unless it's your fault?" You no, know, this was in India. It, it escaped from a district. 
Okay. All right. It's oh the, oh yeah. Obviously, the Elephant District. Of yes, course. the Elephant District. You know they have like the Elephant Wall Street. And it cabs went into and the uh, it went into the Maya Murmu District. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know you hate when that fucking bidding. happens. That, that's just that's sad news. But like, that's also you know that even in death. That woman is now a legend because that elephant it will carry her memory forever. Yeah, Maya Murmu. Elephants never forget. I, you know, and I this think, just proves it. I know people don't like uh, hunting and things like that, but I think the family should be able. They should be given like twenty minutes to trample uh, that elephant. If it dies, to it dies. trample the elephant. Yeah, not, not use the specific tool of an elephant gun. No, they can use like cleats to... and shit. And they can just trample it. You know. How about that? Cleats. Soccer cleats. A new study published in Nature, the website and magazine, um, an international team of researchers analyzed ancient DNA from human remains dating back to the year 1338 A.D. Um, They were found in Central Asia, close to Lake Isikul, in what is now Kyrgyzstan. Okay. Classic Kyrgyzstan. Um, and what they discovered, what this team of research discovered, was that this area holds the source for what caused the Black Death in Europe. So the inception, <laughs> oh, wonderful, the inception of the five hundred year long plague that killed up to sixty percent of the population in Europe is believed to come from this area in Central Asia. How about that? What is it with diseases? Yeah. Coming from Asia. So they found that shit. Um, this one's a little bit funnier. I well, just like, like this one. What, 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 you guys what do they find? Like fossilized? It wouldn't even be fossilized at this point, would it? Like uh, just like bubonic plague? Like, I guess, what, what do you mean? I guess what my understanding is that it within these fossils that they were researching, they found either like the Black Death or, you know, the plague, whatever you want to fucking call it. They found like those molecules, or the like the recipe for the disease the recipe. was in those fossils. <laughs> you know, the old handwritten recipe for the old plague. Yeah, so they they found that out. They're thinking that. I mean, it doesn't really make a difference. It, yeah, it came and went. Um, it was a big problem for a lot of people, but it it it's uh, that's over now, and uh, we now know where it comes from. So you know, interesting. I was just way. like I was just picturing a dude like. You know, just like a, was it, an archaeologist or something like that. Just like with a, what's it called? Like a little peep dip. Um, microscope, that's what it is. A peep and ju- dip. A, a peep dip. A little, little Eric, uh, a Tim and Eric thing. But, uh, yeah, microscope. And he's just like, oh, what is that? Oh, fuck. And then he dies. And that's how it, it's found out. Okay. You know, that's what I was thinking. But, yeah, I guess it's it probably just fossilized versions. Yeah. Or the recipe. I like that. Yeah, the recipe. That's good. That's good. That's gold. Um, a jaguar-like creature was spotted roaming fields in northern Lincolnshire in England. Could it be that it's a jaguar? It, it very well could be. Uh, it's described as larger than what a typical jaguar might be, and there's obviously... Not many wild jaguars in Lincolnshire, England. There's um, one. Yeah, so, but this is causing a bit of a, a hullabaloo because, like they said, you know, it's the summer months. Uh, people are going to be outdoors more. Um, is this a threat that they're going to have to deal with? Is this something that, like, they? what's going on here? There, there's fucking jaguars in the parks in England, and it's it's just causing 
not mass chaos, but confusion at least. Yeah, a little hesitance there. So there's definitely some problems going on. Can you imagine if like a 500-pound fucking cat just approached you? No, I can't. You can't? What, I, I what can't. would you do? Would you back up? Would you try to pet it? No, I would fucking try to get the fuck out of there as fast as I could. Imagine the purring sounds like a motor. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, uh, like Sideshow Bob doing like the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so NASA's Perseverance rover recently discovered trash. <laughs> um, oh. There was garbage lodged in a jagged rock that engineers on Earth determined was part of the thermal shield used to protect, protect the Perseverance's spacecraft from extreme temperatures. And this had fallen off, and they, they found trash on Mars. How about God that? damn it, dude. <laughs> How about We're that? Fu- what, when was the first time we launched something into space? Not like traveling, but like just launched something up. Do you know that year? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. But still, it's like it's within the past 100 years. I'd say within the past 75. And we're already finding trash of shit we've already done up there. The, you know, yeah, that's you know true. You know big space is? Well, there's space trash and up there, we though. we found trash. Um, oh, this one's kind of funny. Well, it's sad, too, but it's kind of funny. Um, so archaeologists were working near... Um, I'm kind of lost on this. They're working near the S Middle and Late Iron Age settlement near Cambridge, and this would have been between 400 and 43 BC. Okay. Um, well, 400 BC and 43 CE. Um, and what they found was a giant ditch that is assumed to be a mass grave for skeletons of frogs. Um, they found over 8,000 bones of frogs. With zero explanation as to why there's a shit ton of dead frogs in here. Someone just had a feast. Yeah, so 8,000 bones of frogs were found in a ditch in Cambridge. How about that? <laughs> That's it. Uh, I mean, just because it's like outside of like a college, like you'd have to imagine. It's like, oh, they were dissecting them or something. But it's like, why would you make a mass grave of these things? Uh, yeah, uh, you know, like, that's a good question. You know, it's well, I mean, maybe, I was going to say maybe you like throw them away. Just in the trash, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to feed the local wildlife, feed the local homeless population. That could be. It could be. I found it, though. It's Sputnik. That was the first thing to go up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when was that? Like 68, 57? 57. Holy shit. That was way before October I thought it was. October 4th, the USSR. Okay, yeah. Sputnik. Yeah. Sputnik. Sputnik. Yeah. First living thing was fruit flies. I always thought it was a monkey. No, the fruit flies, monkeys, they're the same thing. Or what, what was the dog's name? Was that like Micah or something like that? Uh, that, that It like yeah. rings a bell, but I'm not positive. Looking up space dog. Uh, Yeah, while you're doing that, uh, ghost robotics. Leica. Leica the dog. Like, you were right on it. How about that? Um, I like that. Leica the dog. <laughs> I like the dog. Um, ghost robotics, which is a company that is special in essentially in layman terms, they're the people that also make like those little robot dogs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and they're adding expansion packs to their metal dogs. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so, um, this expansion pack is called the Tail Kit. And it comes with a tail that is equipped onto the back end of the dog to give it a tail. And inside of this tail is a jet propulsion system that gives them the ability to swim. 
So now your metal what? dogs can swim. How about that? God damn it. All you got to do is buy the tail kit, and your do- your robo dog can fucking swim. You got a swimming robotic dog. Yeah. God damn um, it. And that, that should be hitting shelves. I get, well, I, you know, you say shelves as if this is going to be at fucking Target. Um, it would definitely be behind, like, a lock and key. Yeah, it'll be available uh, sometime within the next two months, is what they're saying. It's already been... Uh, used and like shown and stuff and then it'll be available as a feature in the next coming months well, God um, damn how about damn. that did i tell you about uh, uh one of our buddies downtown like he came across a one of those one of those robots just roaming yeah the you streets, were saying that and it had a fucking like chicago pd badge thing on it it's like this is this is for the police it's like what what is it doing is it just like filming everybody oh making sure no one's ankles look criminal yeah, maybe. What is this? I like that. No one's ankles doing? are looking bad yeah. here. It's like a foot off the ground. Like, there's no... <laughs> it's not like the full-size, like, oh, I might that might hurt me or something. It might it's do just, something. It's just roving. It's just there. Just in the streets. Unattended. Like a serial killer? Like a serial killer. Again, I keep pushing... I, I'm really force-feeding these segues, but that one, it works again. Um, <laughs> if you're a TikTok fan... There is a profile on TikTok named at Time Travel HQ, um, and this person claims to be from the year 2096, and their most recent warning is that in the year 2023, there a serial killer will be captured who shatters the record for most confirmed murders out there. Shatters it. Doesn't give specific details, but just blows it out of the water. And for those of you that don't know, the person with the highest confirmed body count is none other than Mr. Louis Garavito. There you go. Um, they put him at about what I think, for numbers' sake, they call it one forty. Yeah, it's know? like they always say, like between one forty and three hundred or some shit, and it's like, okay, yeah, okay. So we get it. Um, according to Time Traveler HQ, um, with next year there's going to be a serial killer that's caught, and it will completely blow Louis Garavito, make him look like nothing more than just a mere child. Chump change, a jaywalker. Yeah. So how about that? Yeah. Um, well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. We'll Dude, see. You, you said speaking of TikTok, have you have you ever come across that guy uh, who's like roll for sandwich? What? Okay, so it's like, he's like a D and D enthusiast, mm-hmm. but he has like these dice and like a bunch of sheets of different like ingredients, and he lets like chance decide the sandwich that he has for lunch that day. Oh, okay. And it's fucking amazing. I like that. That's it is cool. the most delightful thing I've ever seen. That's pretty cool. I won't deny that. Roll for sandwich. Anyway, roll for a sandwich. How about that? Um, don't get your hopes up, but this is still a cool find. Um. Recent scientists have found, or scientists have recently found, that underneath Antarctica, there is a subterranean habitat deep below the Larsen ice shelf. And do you know what's down there? Admiral Bird. Crabs. <laughs> oh no, crab people! Uh, the ecosystem oh, is no. swarming with tiny crustaceans known as amphipods. Um, obviously, this is a huge find. It's definitely not like a secret Nazi base or, you know, yeah, like the Hollow Earth door. We don't know those crabs' political views or, like, uh, you know, their uh, their their racial biases. Well, yeah. Like what if these true. are Nazi crabs? Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, Nazi crabs might be living downstairs. Nazi crabs living downstairs. That's what you say when... Uh, no, never mind. Just, like, sex jokes and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we got <laughs> I it. gave up halfway through. Um, a new study published in the journal, Microbial Genomics. The journal? Well, that's the name of the journal. Uh, Microbial the Genomics journal. or Genomics. All right. Um, scientists report finding a species of superworms. Um, they are five times the size of mealworms and waxworms, and they live on styrofoam, or well, what styrofoam is made of, polyesterine. Okay. Um, a trait that we're looking at now that they could really benefit us in helping us break down plastics. Because, oh. um, you know, that's kind of like where they they thrive. we got to get these worms in here. Yeah, super worms. Um, this one's just great. This is another one about, uh, like, influencers in the social media world. Yeah, wait, wait, though. Oh, yeah, are, yeah. are there worms separate from the crabs, or are they living in harmony? No, they're complete. They're not completely different things. This, this is a separate finding. You're just rapid firing, okay? Yeah, I'm just kind of plowing through some of these stuff because they're short and sweet. No, know? it's good. Yeah, um, like this one. There's really nothing to talk about other than it's just like a goofy thing to hear. Okay. Um, Maeve Walker, a Colombian influencer and self-described interdimensional medium, appeared oh. on a local television show. Speaking in what she claimed to be was an extraterrestrial language, she learned after opening an interdimensional portal. And uh, when she did that, uh, she you know learned how to speak in this alien language that she was calling a galactic frequency. <laughs> um, cool. And the shtick is that she's the only living person on this planet where her vocal cords can make the proper uh, sound to speak that language. Uh, so do we, we have like audio of that? I don't. There's okay. no. I tried to look that up earlier, and like I couldn't. Find, I'm pretty sure she didn't do it. I'm pretty sure she was just talking about <laughs> she, it. Um, I imagine like, dude, have you ever seen that footage? I don't know what like show it was, but it was like some dude hypnotizing these three dudes in chairs. And he's like, "You are an alien from Mars." It's like I'm an alien from Mars. <laughs> No, he doesn't even speak English. He's like, how are you? And he's like, oh, like, yeah. like that kind of shit. <laughs> I want her to do that. I want her to do that, Grant. What? I want her. Tell her to her. do that. All right, I got three left. I got one off-brand, and then I'll, I'll round out the night with two on-brand. Okay? All right, all right. Move aside extra virgin olive oil, okay? Get it out of here. It's done. <laughs> Dr. Emlyn Dode, an archaeologist specializing in the study of ancient food and beverage, has recreated ancient olive oil using the original pressing method that the Egyptians used. Um, they called the twisting method, which was first documented 4,600 to 4,500 years ago. Okay. So how about that? So the virginity is gone. Now you can have extra ancient olive oil, I guess. I don't know. Um, so do, does it taste different, you I, think? Uh, maybe. I mean, I imagine maybe. it has to taste a little bit different, you know? Do you think it tastes older even though we're doing it now? It's like, this shit tastes awful. It's like 5,000 years old. They're like, it's good, though. It's like, wow, this is rustic. Mix some tastes cheese with awful. it. Dip some bread in it. How about that? <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, making olive oil back before plumbing. That, yeah, just smelled like poop. All right, so on brand, here we go. 
the housing department of the French town of fontenay aux roses Yeah, my favorite French town. Um, they received a request for an emergency relocation from 10 residents of an apartment building. Um, they claim that the first through fifth floors are haunted by ghosts that cast shadows, cause strange noises, and mess with the lights, prompting the residents to plead, I can be crazy, and you can be crazy, but this whole building cannot be crazy. <laughs> no, it's true, yeah. <clears throat> Only what, one what, through five, huh? Was it granted? We don't know, but ten people filed an immediate uh, emergency relocation thing. With their landlord. I hope they got it, man. Ten different people? That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, and I then how this many one, floors there were, though. Uh, yeah, it didn't say. one through five? Like, what if it's like seven floors and the people on top floors are just like, no, we're fine. Yeah, they're causing they're, they're problems. Cool. They're the ones doing it. Maybe. Um, so many long-eaten Derbyshire residents watched a UFO with flashing colored lights prevent multiple planes from landing at East Midlands Airport. However, the East Midland Airport spotters determined that it was a drone from the nearby Download Festival. That's what I was going to suggest it might be. So they thought it was a UFO, and it turns out it was just fucking drugged out people playing with drones. Yeah, just delaying flights. Yeah, pretty much. That B- sounds causing about problems, right. Causing problems and doing drugs. Yeah, nothing like the O'Hare Airport where we got, oh, we got some Mothman. Yeah, we just got, oh, you know, we just have like the beacon of evil. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's like no problem. Yeah, just a harbinger. Harbinger it's, of doom. It's okay, man. It's just like the worst thing you could possibly see before you get on a fucking packed aircraft. Yeah, yeah, just um, see that bridge and, yeah, it's gone now. It's all gone, man. Yeah. It's all gone. Uh, but yeah, that's your weekly news, uh, your weird news update, I'll say, because it's just weird news yeah. is what it is. No, yeah, there you go. It's yeah. things that you're, you're definitely not going to spot somewhere else, I'll tell you that. But it, yeah. it's fun. You know, it keeps you interested. It's great. So, and you guys think so, too. With that being said, that's pretty much our episode for today. Pretty much the episode, yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's a little bit on the shorter end. I don't even need to address it because I don't need to explain myself to you guys. Yeah, fuck you. But... Um, you know, we get we got two episodes this week. Um, we really hit hard on Durlvanger. Durlvanger. And then the news one kind of just... It, yesterday, it, like, it dawned on us that we were like, oh, shit, we have another one. And it was like, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll piece this together. We could do this. Yeah. The only thing I brought to the table was that fucking vindictive elephant. That thing's badass. Though. It is fucking awesome. The thing dominates. I it, wish it, it had a name. It took down... It took down a family, pretty Maya much. Maya Murmu is dead. But, uh, yeah, so that's your news update. If you guys find any, like, kind of interesting or wacky news stories that are a little bit more local and might not make uh, national headlines, you know, send them our way. We love reading shit no matter where it's from. We definitely want to yeah. want to be a part of some of these kind of goofier things that happen in the world. Yeah. Um, so hook us up with some news if you got some. Yeah, local news, you know, doesn't always make it out. Remember the Bumblebee Man around yeah, us? Yeah, the Bumblebee Man, the Bumblebee Killer or whatever. Yeah, everyone thought, like, well, memes started popping up on, like, the local, you know, like, town pages and all that shit yeah. of, like, Bumblebee Man from fucking uh, The Simpsons. But no, it was just a guy who would talk about bees and then kill you. Yeah, did you, like... <laughs> you just approach you at a bar, like, mm, bumblebees, and then shoot you. Yeah, was, like the, that was the like Bumblebee his mo. Killer. Like he was just the Bumblebee man, dude. Yeah. He just was fucking killing people for all seemingly no reason yeah. whatsoever. You ever heard of that? No, it's Northwest Indiana news. Come on. Yeah, you definitely didn't hear that one. Um, 
But yeah, so start sending us some cool stuff. I uh, I really enjoy doing these episodes because they're a little bit more relaxed. There doesn't seem to be that uh, the like urgency on them. Yeah. And you, we really get to kind of like have some fun and give out some weird information. And it keeps you up to date. You know, you know what's going on in the world, even if it's not talking about. Yeah. Because who wants to hear about the, the terrible trouble we're in in the economy? Yeah, nobody. That's all uh, the news. The news talks about. Pretty right? much. I mean, we're here talking about elephants. We're talking about the bubonic plague, crabs, crab people, worms, in Antarctica, superworms. We got it all. But that is effectively our episode for the week. Yeah. We will be back next week with a brand new episode for you guys. And I love you. Oh, no, yeah. And Jake, why don't you wrap us up with our great uh, everything? No, oh, yeah. I also love you, by the way. Uh, you can follow us on all the shits we are starting at Call It's Grand Up Jake. And, yeah, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All right. We're also on YouTube. You can subscribe there and leave comments. We have an email. It's startacult at gmail.com. And uh, we have a TikTok, Wasak underscore pond. And then, uh, oh, and then, uh, there's a fuck it, there's a link below for Patreon. We just did an episode yesterday. It was great. Yeah, it right? was. It was, you know, good. It was, it was good. awesome. We have a great time here. You know that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Mitch is uh, not here. Like I said earlier, it's a little too early for him. He's still at work. So uh, it's Grand Up Jake. We are starting a cult. Mitch isn't here, so... 